This is the Zach Morris Podcast, where we talk all things cycling, health and fitness, entrepreneurship, marketing, and so much more. So grab yourself a cup of coffee, sit down, and enjoy this episode. What's up, podcast? I'm Zach Morris, and today we are talking about what could be considered a pretty controversial topic because there are a lot of very educated, very credible people out there in the world that have opinions and have built careers on this very topic. And that is pretty much weight loss. We're going to narrow it in and we're going to talk about weight loss and recovery, specifically in the endurance world, specifically in or for cyclists. So for those of you that don't know, I actually lost over 50 pounds in the last six months. When I started biking, I was 200 pounds. Now I'm down to sub 147 pounds. And the entire time, my performance has continued to increase. So one of the big misconceptions out there, and a lot of people kind of, you know, have stated this theory is that as you you know if you lose weight rapidly you're gonna lose performance and so that's something i really believe is not true and this weight loss space can be a really confusing area for so many people out there and let me just explain why a little bit you see the internet as beautiful as it is and you know as amazing as it as it is it's, it's a tool that can give everybody a lot of information, but it's also a tool that is designed to convert sales, designed to, you know, sell stuff. And so what basically ends up happening if you go on Google or Yahoo or whatever search engine you use is there are companies that have put information out with the intent to later convert somebody on a sale. So there's all kinds of theories and systems and information out there that's kind of acting as a part of a funnel to get somebody to buy into either a way of thinking or a specific product maybe a physical product maybe a digital download and so it's very difficult for somebody new especially to navigate through all of the information that's out there and find something that's really going to work for them and so geez back in 2013 2013 yeah i i founded a sports science company out of Miami, Florida with a really, you know, credible weight loss doctor, Dr. Boaz Rosenblatt. And we created some some systems that I still, you know, believe to this day that are ahead of their time. So we were testing people's sweat with pH strips, basically figuring out what type of fuel they were metabolizing while they were working out, and then giving people dosage-based nutrition so that A, they could continue exercising at the most effective rate or b get the right amount of recovery to keep performing well the next day or day in and day out and what we realized you know in building this company i mean we tested thousands and thousands and thousands of people i spent a year going to events uh, and in between events every single day i was at zumba classes different workout programs working with celebrity trainers just testing athletes of all sort i was the athletic trainer at the university of miami on their hockey program we tested their athletes all the time and 
basically, you know, our, our company was a data gathering company and we learned so much about how people were burning fuel, metabolizing their nutrients and it offered me a really valuable insight to I guess the world of fitness um, and what I took from it was that a lot of people don't lose weight because they don't understand the basics of nutrition and as much as it can be a very confusing space what actually works is so so simple it just requires a little bit of effort on behalf of the person trying to lose the weight and so you do need to spend a little bit of time educating yourself you do need to invest a little bit of energy identifying you know with what you're putting into your body and I think like with anything in life the amount of awareness you have on any particular topic will I guess give you a better chance of having success in that area and so Awareness when it comes to anything physiological, awareness and intuition are you know some things that are difficult to measure, but are probably the most or you know seriously underemphasized skills. Do you call them skills? You know that people can people can host. And so when I say you need to have awareness, what I mean is you need to have an understanding of what you're putting into your body, how many calories you're putting into your body, and and also equally as important how many calories you're expending and so the bottom line is guys and, and this is like the fundamental of weight loss unless you have some sort of you know disease or disorder or something that's physically affecting your metabolism from operating normally the bottom line is if you consume less calories than your body needs to maintain its weight then you're physically going to lose weight. You're going to burn fat no matter what. Okay? Now, there are ways that you can maximize how much fat you burn. So a lot of people make this simple mistake. And just an FYI, guys, I've, I've written a book on this topic in particular, and it's coming out this month. Um, but it, it'll be available on Amazon. You guys can check it out. I'll, I'll give you most of the information here. I'm not going to try to hold anything back, but course this is a podcast and we don't have time to go into all the details that you would get in a book which is why which is why I wrote the book so that you know people that really want to get into this can understand it fairly easily but anyways the common mistake that people make is before they go and ride you know if you're trying to lose weight for somebody trying to lose weight rather before they before they go and ride or before they go and work out what they do is they eat bunch of food to prepare themselves for this workout and most most often you know more often than not these people don't actually even require those calories they had a huge dinner the night before they had a massive lunch their body's still slowly burning through their calories from their last meal and then they go to get on their bike or go for a run or whatever it is that they're doing and now they have to spend the first hour depending on how much they ate burning through the calories from their last meal that they just consumed prior to getting on their bike and so people often don't get the results they want because they set themselves up for failure before they even get started with their workout so my book is called a critical shift and it is about basically a shift that anybody can make in their exercise routine and and, and what the fundamental of the 
the book is based on is setting yourself up to maximize the amount of fat you can burn while you're riding. And so you don't need to necessarily uh, consume a bunch of calories to go and get on your bike and, and do a workout. If anything, while you're out there, once you're warmed up and you feel like you're hungry, you can start consuming calories in the right amount as you're riding. And so this brings us into you know, how to, how to figure out what you're eating, how to track what you're eating, and how to figure out what your workload is. So a lot of people in the endurance space, you know, we have, we love our gadgets. I, on my bike personally, I have a heart rate monitor. I have a power meter. I'm getting a lot of different data. I'm using a Garmin right now, although I absolutely hate it. I have the Edge 1030. I think it's the most overpriced device on the market. It constantly fails, but that's another story. But the point is we're constantly getting a lot of feedback on our physical performance. And so for us, anybody that's using these tools, it's extremely easy to really dial in your nutrition as long as you're willing to put the work in. Um, a lot of people like to say that they are and then go and eat you know, three slices of cheesecake before bed and wake up fatter the next day. So basically, the easiest thing that you can do is download an app called MyFitnessPal. I mean, I think most people listening to this podcast probably have heard of this app before, but it blows me away that people don't use it. So what you do is you download MyFitnessPal and you fill out your goals. So there'll be a button there on the right-hand side, bring you into a menu, punch in your goals, punch in your weight. And then what you want to do is you want to sync it to your cycling computer. So you can sync it to your Garmin or your, your Wahoo. Sync the MyFitnessPal to your exercise device and what that's going to do is it's going to tell you or it's going to tell my fitness pal how many calories you burned while you were riding that day and what this gives you is the exact amount of calories you need to be eating to get towards your goals so when you set your goals you can either select uh weight loss you can select you know performance you can select gain weight if you're too skinny if you feel you're too skinny and so my fitness pal is literally going to take all of the work or all of the guessing out of it for you and like this this app actually works like it, it's not you know uh, and this is not a paid endorsement by the way you know like my fitness pal is owned by under armor they don't care about me i'm just sharing this information with you guys because this is a tool that i utilize on a regular basis and i think a lot of people out there would find value in implementing this into their life so once you've got it all set up you've got your my fitness pal link to your Garmin or your cycling device or maybe you're just your your Garmin doesn't connect with it and you just what you want to do is you want to take the amount of calories you've burned from your device and you can actually manually upload workouts into my fitness pal so do that if, if you can't sync it if it doesn't sync don't worry you can still do it so once you have your total calories for the day you can kind of see like how much you need to eat throughout the entire day to hit those goals and it would be very helpful for anybody to start tracking every single thing they eat i recommend doing it for a month like every single thing you eat for one month track it punch it into the app i mean in my fitness pal makes it so easy you can scan barcodes people that tell me it's too much work just like they just blow my mind i don't understand how that can be difficult for somebody especially for somebody trying to 
maximize their performance we invest so much time into training our butts off out there on the road man like why would you not invest an extra maybe it takes a total of 15 minutes extra throughout the day to scan a barcode every time you want to eat something so it just blows my mind that people aren't willing to invest that 15 minutes into dialing in their nutrition okay so basically once you've got that all set up you're just going to start tracking your calories through my fitness pal and you'll see after doing it for a month the physical changes and you're going to notice physical changes far before the 30-day mark but at the end of a month you're going to look at yourself a in the mirror and you're going to say wow my body has really changed physically and b man i'm recovering better from my workouts i'm riding better performing better this really works and it's not rocket science that's the most amazing part I still believe that there are ways and things you can do to, you know, get more technical than the basic features that my fitness pal offers. But for anybody out there who's just getting started, wants to lose weight, this is a tool that you can like pick up right now for free on your smartphone and start using. Now, if you're trying to really be a pro athlete, of course, yeah, there's more, a lot more details we can get into. But that's not what this podcast is all about. I just wanted to create a little bit of content here for people that might be a little bit lost in their journey and trying to you know a become a better athlete b maybe lose a few weight and i think that weight loss is the most underemphasized, you know part of enhancing performance in cycling and let me just quickly explain why when i go to these races at the high level you know like i did the vuelta valley in colombia I did some stuff here in the U.S., but really Volta Valley was probably the highest level race I've done in this comeback here. And it was really, you know, eye-opening to see just how lean all these pro riders are. And that's what makes them so efficient. And so, you know, when you have extra body fat, guys, it makes makes it more difficult for your muscles to absorb oxygen. It makes your body much less efficient, which is why these guys in World Tour are like, you know, seven to 5% body fat all year round. Granted, it's much easier for them to maintain that because they're riding so much, their metabolisms are just, you know, soaring through the roof and basically anything they eat, their body, their body just absorbs and, and uses for recovery. But there's no reason why somebody with a job, somebody with a regular life can't also achieve that level of body composition if that's truly what they want to do. And I think about 99% of people on the group rides could stand to lose a substantial amount of weight if what they're trying to do is become a better endurance athlete. Because a lot of people give me a lot of props for being super lean. And I'm saying to them, like, guys, I'm not even lean yet. Like, sure, I've lost over 50 pounds this year, but I still need to lose like 10 to 20 more pounds to be competitive at the you know really high level because at the higher up you go in the sport the less margin there is for you know error and basically having too much body fat is an error so if you can you know make it easier on yourself by dropping a pound why wouldn't you do it and i think a lot of people will look to the easier route you know, for example, like buying a more expensive bike component that's 50 grams lighter as opposed to, you know, what you can physically change in your body. Like you can literally drop, most people can stand to drop 10 pounds 
and you're just simply not going to shave 10 pounds off of bikes off of a bicycle even if you spend twenty thousand dollars like it's just not there and so the margin for improvement physically significantly outweighs any margin that there is for you know spending money and buying bike components and so i think that's what people seriously need to focus on is becoming better athletes not buying more expensive bike parts because ultimately guys the stuff you know that you can buy is never going to be as impactful as the changes that you can make with your body so i hope that this episode of the podcast has given you a little bit of insight i hope you guys get some value from it if you did i would really appreciate it if you left a review on the podcast we're just starting out here and your reviews are basically the oxygen of this podcast and it would mean a lot to me if you left me some feedback so i'm zach morris thank you so much for tuning in and i look forward to doing a lot more of these podcasts with you guys so we'll see you on the next episode